I'd like to talk to you about how you might actually be able to gain wisdom by exploring your dreams. This is a lot of fun, so let's talk about that. If you want to get only access to more episodes of A Beautiful Thought, you can jump on the Patreon. Go to beautifulpodcast.com. You see the link at the top. You could pay $3 a month and get only access to a lot of episodes that are recorded in advance. Let's begin. This is a beautiful thought. Welcome dreamers and wanderers, chasers of the ephemeral of happiness, of delight. Welcome to A Beautiful Thought. I'd like to talk to you about dream yoga, about knowledge that is derived from a nocturnal dream. So I turned again to the Yoga Sutras and I look at this, there's seven ways that it's listed in order to attain yoga. And it says this goal can be attained through breathing exercises involving holding your breath before exhaling by contemplating things and impressions which promotes mental stability and consolidation or by contemplating the inner light that is free of suffering that sounds like fun of what or if what is mutable in human beings is no longer the handmaiden of desire I have to explore what that means further. Or, well, the next one is about the dreams. Or through knowledge that is derived from a nocturnal dream. The final one, or through contemplation of love. So, I'm not going to claim to be an expert on yoga or on dream yoga, but this is very interesting. There's uh, seven paths to yoga, and one of them is the path of dreams. So I've looked at a lot of media and followed a lot of videos and read articles and stuff about lucid dreams over the years. But when it started to click was just a few months ago, I stumbled on some interviews and some speeches by this fellow named Robert Wagoner. That's W-A-G-G-O-N-E-R. And you can look at his speeches and interviews on YouTube for free and start to get informed about it. And he also has a couple of books on the subject. I've read the most recent one, which is Lucid Dreaming, Plain and Simple. And this book is really amazing. Now, previously, having explored the topic over many years and tried many times, I didn't have a whole lot of success. And in Wagner's work, it's the first time that I hear it explored, the concept that you can use lucid dreams for your own spiritual development. So previously, it's only been hinted at in this stuff that I've looked at. And there's also, they have a newsletter online. I think you can download all of the back catalog for free where they've been interviewing people for, I don't know, 20 years or so, talking about their experiences with lucid dreams and their techniques and what they hope to achieve from it. So this is very interesting in the book, Wagner and his co-author talk about 
using dreams as a path for meditation. And he cites a certain Tibetan monk of Rinpoche who is knowledgeable about it and, and says that dream yoga is a path to liberation or enlightenment. And I was like, whoa, this is cool. So I started trying to focus on that. One of the important things when you're doing lucid dreaming or trying to have lucid dreams, actually, almost universally, people agree that the most important thing is keeping a dream journal because you need to be able to recall your dreams in order to remember if you have a lucid dream. And by recalling them, you learn the patterns and you start to recognize more when you're actually in a dream because you start to pull it a little bit out of the unconscious or subconscious into the conscious mind and that allows you to be a little more analytical about it. And so as a result of reading that book and, and practicing, I've had, I don't know, maybe eight lucid dreams in the last couple of months and it's going pretty well. The most success I've ever had on this endeavor in my life. And so I'll tell a couple of things about what happened when I finally remembered my task in the dream. So I do remember I was in a sort of warehouse party. So I come to in this dream. I don't remember exactly how I became lucid, but I, I remembered my task. And I said, all right, well, I'm going to go over to this wooden pallet and sit down on it. And I started to take my boots off so I could sit in the half lotus position. And I said, greater clarity now. But I said it a bit too forcefully. So this is <laughs> it's a technique that is explained in the book. So it's sort of like you can access the console where you could give commands to the dream and in certain ways it will respond. So when you say greater clarity now, you're making this command to the dream. So things start to come into focus. So if things are a bit fuzzy in a dream. You can do that and it will normally respond. But like I said, I, I said it a bit too forcefully and that started to rattle the dream stability. So there's a lot of, there's a delicate balance when it comes to dream stability, like ha have to be aware of your emotions and, and this sort of thing. And there's probably a whole bunch of elements about it that I still don't know because I'm still relatively new in this, but that, that uh, disturbed the dreams stability and, and that dream ended soon after I was lucid again in another dream and I was in a sort of booth I was in this urban environment I'm in this place it looks kind of like Mexico City and in this abandoned booth like it would have been a police booth or a toll booth or something next to the road and I see a guy walking past the booth and he has this quite strange hair that day the previous day I'd been thinking about how strange Evo Morales' hair looks. Anyway, that's a, that's another story for another time. But this guy walked past and he had that strange, very full head of hair. And I thought, huh, that guy came from my imagination. And I became lucid. So again, trying to fulfill my goal, I climbed up out of the booth and uh, said, greater clarity now, but more softly. And I kept looking around and I thought, oh, this place, you know, looks like Mexico City. It's not really safe to be sitting down in the middle of the street. 
and meditating. <laughs> I remember uh, I kept walking around for a while and then I thought, hmm, well, I'm not going to find a safe place like this, but this is a dream. So why don't I just fly to a place? And so <laughs> I stuck out my arms in front of me and just whoosh, flew up out of the atmosphere. And then I started to get carried away. I was like, oh, uh, at first I thought I was going to come down at a different spot on Earth and find it very peaceful and everything. But now I'm like almost out of the atmosphere. And I thought, well, I could just head right up out of this world and that will surely be a peaceful place to meditate. But I kept going. I kept going. And I went like right out of the dream. <laughs> so that was another kind of it's kind of success in some ways because uh, I went lucid and I used a, a technique or two and um, it was aware of some of the consequences of being in a dream but it didn't quite achieve my goal then another time I remember I uh, I, I think I had a few more failures on this front so I, I keep noting the errors or the things that I needed to improve every time. So every time I'm saying greater clarity now, I'm doing it firmly, but gently. And also trying to stabilize the dream a little before I, I sit down. Because the next time I did it, I was like, all right, well, I had written in my book, sit down rapidly, like wherever I am. So I sat down immediately. Then I sat down with too much force and that destabilized the dream once again. So the next time I was like, all right, next time I'll make sure the dream is stable. Look up my hand to really confirm it in my mind. Hand, your hands normally look weird in a dream. So it's a good way to do a dream check. It's also a good way to stabilize a dream a little. So I looked at my hands and I noticed I had six fingers or whatever it was. And I was like, yep, all right definitely in the dream and I, I sat down gently and slowly and I started to meditate and again I noticed that uh, well upon reflection I noticed this thing that I hadn't completely thought out because I was thinking like oh I'm gonna focus on my breath like I normally do in a meditation but that's not really appropriate in a dream because that would be like Focusing on my physical body is going to bring my awareness away from the dream and then I'll probably end up waking up. So I started to do some mantras and I did a mantra that was given to me in what Tom Grabok and, and my body was like filling with light. There's like light shining and shimmering and tingling all through me and around me. And it was wonderful. Unfortunately, it didn't last very long. So something I still need to learn. But that's <laughs> as far as I've got so far and hopefully I continue on this path. And I think this is going to be of interest to a lot of you because it's, it's a spiritual path. But it's also something that's just fascinating. Like a lot of people are interested in dreams, fascinated by lucid dreams and what you could possibly do with them. One thing you could do with them, know yourself. Find greater self-knowledge and greater tranquility. And if you look through that book and those interviews with Wagner, he talks about many cases where people even healed physical maladies and found answers to questions that were bugging them. And there's a whole bunch of things you can do 
with dreams. So it was pretty exciting stuff. So that's <laughs> the knowledge derived from nocturnal dreams that I've managed to arrive at so far. Thank you for exploring different ways, different states of consciousness to find wisdom and find greater self-knowledge. And thank you for continuing on whatever path you're on to make this world a nicer place and to make your own experience, consciousness, a more beautiful one. Thank you so much. I'll talk to you soon. Have a fantastic dreamy day. A beautiful thought. Thanks for listening. As I said at the top, if you want to help me out, support me monetarily to show that symbol of love in the form of greenbacks, <laughs> you can go on to beautifulpodcast.com. You look at the top, it's got the link from the Patreon in the header there. Just costs $3 a month and you get only access to a whole bunch of episodes that I've already recorded months in advance. So check that out. If you can't afford it or just don't feel like it, that's fine. I still love you and appreciate you as a fan, even just for listening. I, uh, yeah, that, just listening. That means a lot to me. I, I thank you for doing that. <laughs> All right. Have a wonderful day.